Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. All right, welcome back. Uh, Today we're going to talk about the good and the bad of fasting. I do think there are Definitely are some benefits to it, as there are often studies touting the benefits of it. And, you know, there's definitely a dichotomy there, though, like most things I talk about here. It's not just good. There are definitely some bad components to it. And depending on where you're at in your fitness journey and, you know, some of the other things you may have tried, this may not be the best thing for you. So we'll talk about all that. Uh, Start with the good. Really, it does help with some separation from food. I know most people, and I was one of them, I still fairly am, but I I definitely have flexibility now because of intermittent fasting, as we'll continue to talk about, is you tend to get on an eating schedule. You eat within whatever, let's just say 30 minutes of waking up, and then you have to have your mid-morning snack at work to make sure you get through the rest of the morning till lunch. Oh, heaven forbid you have a 12 o'clock meeting because if you have to wait till 1230 to grab your lunch, you're going to be hangry and so on and so forth. If you don't eat dinner before, you know, six o'clock, you start to get frustrated, all that kind of stuff. You do start to get in a cycle and especially when you're eating lots of carbs and you're you're burning carbs for fuel, burning, burning glucose rather than uh, ketones, which we'll talk a little bit more about. And we'll talk about as we continue to talk about the podcast we go through episodes of this podcast but when you start to do that you you start to feel like you need to eat and that's one thing that fasting is great about doing you start to realize that it you don't necessarily need to eat to be at your best or to be at your baseline for that matter and it's definitely not easy at first i mean the first I mean, the first time you try it there will definitely be difficult moments but you start to notice that it gets easier. Um, I mean, not to compare this to like prisoners of war or what you're doing to being a prisoner of war, but there are countless cases where you can look at the the biographies or the the tales of, you know, some people who've been stranded at sea, for example, and they they all talk about, you know, after a few days or after a little while, uh, they started to feel really good after not eating. That's because their bodies had shifted to burning the ketones. Now, obviously you can't live forever doing that, the point is you can feel pretty good doing that after a point, after you kind of get used to it. And the more you do it, the easier it does get from my experience. I mean, it was definitely challenging for me to do, you know, anything probably more than an eight hour fast initially. I was used to basically eating from the minute I woke up till the second I went to bed. So any improvement from there was was good for me. So I, I tried the 16 hours. I tried the 24 done 48, never done a 72 or anything like that, but it definitely does get easier. You, you, you do start to notice the benefits. You, you really learn how to utilize ketones, and that, that can certainly be good uh, when used correctly, uh, if, unless you want to eat in ketosis for all your life and be in, or sorry, <laughs> eat, eat, keto, eat keto your rest of your life and be in ketosis that way, which, you know, not all people are, but that's, that's a different story. 
then fasting is a great way to utilize ketones or get your body to utilize ketones. So I, I usually will do that in the morning and I'll wait 12 to 16 hours, depending on what my goals are in terms of fitness or if I have a busy day and need to be focused and I just won't eat the first part of my day. And I'll usually try to have something a little higher in fat, a little lower in carbs uh, for breakfast or for lunch, depending on again, when I eat that way, I'm not spiking my blood sugar as much and I don't have to worry about feeling as tired after eating. So that's what works for me. And you know, frankly, intermittent fasting is what helped me get to that point. So that is a good part of it. And it does help teach you that, but it can definitely be taken to the extreme. At the end of the day, fasting is just essentially, essentially starvation. When you, when you look at it from a 10,000 foot perspective, you're just not eating. And, you know, a lot of people can get away with that because, you know, most people are overweight and it's only getting worse. So a lot of people can get away with that and not have you know, many health benefits, but if it gets to the point where you feel like you can't eat in order to lose weight, you either don't eat or you eat like shit, then you're not in any better of a place. You're still going to be doing the wrong things for your body. You're going to be still encouraging that binge restrict mentality where you either just eat or you don't eat. And that's, that's not the best thing to be doing. So if that's how you're using it, it's, there's a, bigger underlying relationship that needs to be uncovered there. But if you're using it to help kind of separate yourself from food, learn what works well for you, learn how to have better energy, kind of similar to how I did, then that's where I would recommend using fasting as a tool, whether it's intermittent or a longer term one, you know, figure out what works, what works best for you. I mean, it, what may work well for you is eating a breakfast and eating an early breakfast and you know, maybe skipping lunch, having an early dinner, whatever it is, you know, whatever works best for you. Uh, but one, one good starting point that I've, that I've heard about that I've tried before too uh, with some of my friends who wanted to, wanted to start somewhere is just trying to push back your breakfast about an hour and a half from when you'd normally eat and trying to move forward your dinner or the last time you eat uh, about an hour and a half from when you normally would. So if you were to normally eat breakfast at, let's just say, 6 a.m., try to push it to 7.30. And if you were to normally have a snack or, you know, a late night meal, whatever it is, around 9, try to push that forward to 7.30. Just that extra three hours total of time not eating throughout the day will be beneficial if you've never done any sort of fasting or if you're used to eating from dusk until dawn, basically, <laughs> or dawn until dusk in that instance, sorry. So that's my advice on that. Again, it, it's, there's no direct answer for everyone. It's all varied person to person. But, you know, really, it's all about where your mind's at. Don't do it to starve yourself. And that's definitely not the only way you can lose weight. And that shouldn't be the way that you lose weight, in my opinion. Uh, but if that's what's sustainable for you, and if that's what makes you feel great, and you're able to live your best life doing it, then by all means, do that. But end of the day it's your choice so i'm just here to help you help give you the information to make an informed decision so till next time john mcneil hope you enjoy the rest of your day